where we'll go through all of our different brands and I look at how much stress does this one bring me and how much income does it bring us? And we evaluate. It's like, well, psh, life is too short. Like, let's get rid of that, even if it's the one that people kind of know you for. Sometimes you take a niche so far and you're sick of it and you hate it and it's doing okay, but you just, you hate it so much and it's not making you enough money and it's okay to walk away from it. Welcome to the Think Media Podcast. My name is Heather Torres, the host of this show. And here on the podcast, we release a brand new episode every single Tuesday to help you grow your influence on YouTube and then turn that influence into a high impact and a high profit online business. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you like to consume this content on. Now, today is a special episode because we get to bring someone who has literally changed our lives onto the show. I'm talking none other than Shalene Johnson. You know, way back about six, seven years ago, Sean and I both were students of Shalene's Marketing Impact Academy. It was the catalyst to what changed our lives into understanding more than just the social media side of things, more than just the video side of things that Sean knew, but really the impact of laying the right foundation in your business. And I'm excited to bring not just this episode to you, but to also let you know about what we're calling thinkbusinessweek.com. Shalene is hosting a free week teaching you all about the foundations of building your online business. It's gonna be one incredible week that you do not want to miss. So you can register for her free class at thinkbusinessweek.com. Now today on the show, Shalene and Sean are talking all about should you be niching down? Now, if you're anything like me, I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I have a lot of different hobbies and a lot of different things that I want to talk about. But Shalene is the queen when it comes to understanding how to stay focused online. What is incredible is that even as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, you're going to learn when should you be scaling? When should you stay focused? And how do you actually create an empire online? Okay, that might be a little much, but we're talking all about how to niche down and how to know the right niche for you. So let's get into today's featured conversation. Welcome back to the Think Media Podcast. I'm excited for our feature conversation today with Shalene Johnson, who's gonna be at Grow With Video Live 2022. But if you're just meeting her, she is a New York Times bestselling author, the founder of the Marketing Impact Academy, fitness celebrity, creating programs like Pio. She's crushed it in Beachbody and is known all around the world and also has created Instagram uh, coaching products like Insta Club Hub. She's uh, passionate about helping people get their fitness and their diet right with uh, products and programs like the 131 Method. She's got a whole bunch of Instagram accounts you've never heard about called Feature Accounts. She's one of the most influential entrepreneur voices and mentors in my life personally. Her and Brett Johnson, uh, not just business business, but also family, life, leading your team. Uh, but today, I'm excited to talk all about the idea of niching down. And when you're a multi-passionate entrepreneur, when you're just starting, what do I want to make my YouTube channel about? It could be so overwhelming to think about, man, niche down, it's constricting, it's overwhelming, and there's all these different phases to it. In fact, introducing you, I, I, I mentioned... 38 things you're doing. <laughs> I don't know how you did that too. Like extemporaneously, you really should be on the news or something. I mean, 
I you agree. Should a, you should start a YouTube channel. And you, I'm thinking about starting a video podcast. Okay. Like that would be uh, one of the things. But but Shalene, talk about it. And you help yeah. a lot of people with this because people come to you and they're like, I I love fitness, but I also collect books. And I'm also wondering, everything's crowded. And like, how do I niche down? And so uh, let's unpack this conversation a yeah. little bit. You've been, in, you've been helping people a long time. What are your thoughts? It's one of the first things I always say when I start speaking. I give that disclaimer that um, I'm going to share with you the best tips and strategies that you should employ right now. But don't look at my stuff for examples of that because I'm in a different stage. And I think so many people who, and you know, like people are coming to mind right now who have huge followings or big platforms and they're teaching, but they're teaching what they're doing right now. And that mm. doesn't make any sense because you're at a different stage. I think there's there are levels and there are stages and at each stage the methodology that you follow and the strategy that you need to follow is different well let's talk about the levels then so level one and i'm just starting i've got i'm trying to get you know a brand new youtube channel a brand new instagram account um if you're just starting you're at level one or in those early levels what is your advice on niching you, you don't have a choice. Like you have to be known, especially this is true now more than ever because there's twice as many people on social media today as there were 10 years ago, you know, and, and to, to stand out, everybody's following everybody and no one has the time to look at everyone's content. So whether you're following 200 or 2000 people on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, you're seeing less than 4% of those people. And we don't have time to look at and follow people and get to know the people who, whenever we, you know, stop by and look at their content, we don't know what we're going to get. You know, it might be one of their many interests. Then it's just too confusing, and you're not going to, you're not going to get them coming back to see more of fill in the blank because they don't know what fill in the blank is. Mm. So it's really, really hard, especially for people who are creative, because people who are creative can do anything. They like lots of things. They have all these different interests. And if you're entrepreneurial, you're afraid to pick one because you're like, I might pick the wrong one. And if I pick this one, what if this one over here pops? Mm. So you feel like, well, if I just kind of juggle them all up in the air, I only have five. I only have five interests. Um, And you could do that like maybe even seven, eight years ago, but not today. Mm. If you do, it's going to take you 10 times longer to be known. So choosing a niche, niching down, choosing a topic, niching down, depending <laughs> on how you want to say it, um, is is so critical for getting noticed and standing out. Yeah. Do you have any advice for narrowing? Maybe a, a listener right now is like, you know, there's yep. three things. How do I pick one? And I feel like all three are great. Mm-hmm. We always have to look at the opportunity, right? So when... I had to do this myself. I was um, doing so many different things. I was wanted to be known as writing how to start personal training business. Um, I was working as a paralegal. I was trying to teach women how to start businesses at home. I was trying to do like mini seminars in hotel. Like I was doing all the million different things. And one of those things that I was interested in was fitness. I also saw that at that moment, like there, there was a huge opportunity. Like there was this window where there's no one doing kind of what I was doing. And so I saw that opportunity and that when you're looking at like the myriad of things you're interested in, you have to look at the one like, okay, what's the one that there's a real opportunity because no one or fewer people, someone's doing it, but fewer people are doing it. So is there an opportunity financially? And then the other questions you have to ask yourself, is this something 
If you just made a list right now of the things that you could speak endlessly about, you're the know-it-all. If you hear someone else talking about it, you almost have to like mm. interrupt and say, I got to tell you guys this. Cause yeah. And so you're passionate about it. You research about it. You're, you're excited about it. And there might be five things that fall into that category, but what are, what are like the one or two where it's like, and there's a financial opportunity or an opportunity uh, to fulfill a, a gap where there's not enough people talking about it or talking about it in the way that you are. Yep. And then you just got to bite the bullet and freaking do it. Yep. Nobody wants to. Are you ready to start or grow your YouTube channel? Do you feel stuck and need help connecting the dots? Join this free web class where you'll learn the step-by-step playbook for YouTube success. We've helped thousands of purpose-driven entrepreneurs just like you grow their influence with video. Register today for this exclusive training at thinkmasterclass.com. So you niche down, you you bite the bullet, yep. you freaking do it, and and then you start to get momentum. When do you would you say uh, you would say this is good enough momentum to broaden out? Here's one of the biggest questions we get. Yep. Um, oh great. You know, I've posted 50 videos now and it's working. I got 3,000 subscribers, 12,000. I got some money coming in. Um, maybe I'm part-time at my job now, but I've got some side income coming in and I'm already thinking about doing something else. I want to yeah. start a second channel now. I want to start a third channel now. And, and when would you say how long you should keep your focus? How long before expanding? A lot of people, that's a big question. Can I start a second channel, yeah. Sean? You know, can I start a third channel? And I'm like, well, is the one really got momentum? What do you think that, that how long do you yeah. stay niche? For you, too, again, you're doing yeah. a lot of things today, but you didn't start that way. Correct. And so yeah. there's maybe not a prescriptive length of time, but... There's but, a feeling. Okay. So I would say that, you know, there isn't exactly, there isn't a prescriptive length of time because you might have insane growth and do all the things that necessitate or make it possible for you to expand into other areas. But I would say for most people, you have to say, is this what people know me for? Mm -hmm. So like when I'm talking about Sean Cannell, is this what they're saying about me? And I don't have to constantly remind people what I do. When they're talking about a specific niche, does my name constantly come up? Mm. That's, and that takes a lot of time and patience. That's not going to happen in three months for most people. It's just not. It's not even going to happen in a year for most people, if I'm being honest. Um, That's number one. Number two is I always tell people, you're going you're gonna to be so sick of it. That's when you, not you're still interested in it. It's like, you're like, I hate this so much. I have to get away yeah. for a minute. That's when you know, like, it's probably time. That's another kind of measure. And then lastly, that you can, if you can walk away from it and outsource the management of mm-hmm. it, does it continue to grow? Does it continue to do well? Or do you still have to be invested 100%? An example, this would be fitness. So for me, when I decided, oh, I got to bite the bullet and just niche exclusively in fitness, I did so for probably eight years. Um, That was all my social media was. That was all that I, you know, talked and did. Um, And then it got to a point where, number one, I was sick of it. I was dying for that entire time to talk about all the other niches. Mm -hmm. Um, It got to a place where financially it could be managed where there was income still coming in, and I didn't have to be the face of that. And that's where those other accounts come in. So if you've got the bandwidth, which most people don't, so I even hate to bring this up, but if you're at a stage financially from that single niche, and you know the importance of bringing on team members who can manage that for you, then you have, it's a little safer for you to 
branch off into another niche. So for me, that means other accounts. So we have a niche account for each and every one of my brands so that my personal accounts, which, you know, on Instagram, yeah. speaking specifically, um, I can talk about all the things. Yeah. But I do have niched accounts for all the other separate brands. Super powerful. Okay, so that's kind of now stage one, maybe stage two, and eventually you get to a place where, in a way, you kind of go into a whole nother vertical. Because knowing your mm. story, you're known in, obviously, fitness, you say eight years. Um, you're here at this event about to speak on Instagram and you're an Instagram expert. You're also known as a, you've been listed in entrepreneur and these different places as one of the top marketing experts or mm -hmm. social marketing. So marketing is different than fitness. Totally. That's like an entirely different vertical for someone watching. That's like, I want to add on, or I'm thinking about leaving that thing and then rebuilding it. And when, when is that any tips for that? Because again, someone's comparing themselves to Shalene Johnson and they go, well, why can't I start with 14 things? You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, I, I, I love marketing and I want to do fit and I want to do, be an expert in all of it. So what is your advice? You kind of already touched on it, multiple accounts, but now in the level you're at, maybe some advice for me as well. And anyone who can kind of draft off that in our podcast community is like, you kind of want to be, I want to, I'm very passionate about leadership. I'm, YouTube Secrets, second edition, the book is about to come out, and I'm questioning, should my next book still be on YouTube mm. to stay niched, mm. or uh, I, I want to talk about leadership. I want to talk faith in leadership. I, there's I other... got this. Oh, I got okay, this. Okay, so you see where I'm going? Oh, God, yes. Help me. Okay, so it has to make sense to your audience. I think so, because a, you're not, for most people... You don't have to start over from scratch. I didn't have to start over from scratch and build a completely new audience mm. with marketing. There's a very small faction of my fitness audience who wanted to understand marketing. And so that through line is the reason why I was successful in fitness isn't because I knew the most about fitness or even that was my greatest passion. It's because I really understood solving a problem and that's marketing. Mm -hmm. And it is because of my prowess and my understanding and my study and my passion for marketing that I was able to use that to launch a fitness business and a journal business and uh, an Instagram coaching business. Like that's the through line. So to circle back to your own, it makes sense for people to say the reason why my YouTube business has been successful isn't because I know the most about YouTube. It's because of building this incredible team. And that starts with leadership. Yeah. And so it's like kind of making, helping people to understand how it makes sense. It's that person who's a chiropractor, but now what they really want to do is help people um, heal with food. And, mm -hmm. and so they want to go into nutrition and um, whole food diet, et cetera. So it's making that connection saying, you know, I, I realized I could adjust people every week but my true passion was helping people understand that it's a whole person mm. process. So as long as it makes sense to your audience, that's number one about you know, how to do that. And then you, you really have to commit to your new niche, mm. which is why I don't recommend starting one until financially you can turn it over to someone else to help you run it. So you want there to be a bridge there. There's a connection to it. There's a bridge there. It's an adjacency to what you're probably already doing. And, and then once it's automated mm -hmm. and can be automated. And then to a point, once you're in that phase, have you found that there's times when maybe you have to go back and ramp it up again? Yeah. Or actually, you know, maybe a certain season team shifts around a little bit. 
have you been in seasons ever of overwhelm where you're like, wow, I'm now three steps out and, yeah. and, and you're kind of juggling a couple things yeah. um, because even automation maybe may or may not be perfect. So what's the healthiest time, you know? So I think you and I both agree on this. Like it has to be about my mental state, right? Mm. And it's never about the money. Um, but that gets in your ego, right? Where you're like, oh man, I've got to be doing all these things. And if, if I don't give that all this attention and this all that attention, then I'm going to be making making less money. And it's for me, that's never worth it. But yeah. there have been times where I have had to say like, of all these things we're doing this, and we do this, you know, once, at least once a quarter, I mean, at least once a year, sometimes once a quarter, where we'll go through all of our different brands. And I look at how much stress does this one bring me and how much income does it bring us? And we evaluate. It's like, well, psh- Life is too short. Like, let's get rid of that, even if it's the one that people kind of know you for. I also wanted to mention, sometimes you take a niche so far, and you're sick of it, and you hate it, and it's doing okay, but you just, you hate it so much, and it's not making you enough money, and it's okay to walk away from it. It doesn't have to go on your tombstone. That's good. I also think when it comes to niche, like, sometimes you can't just plan these things. They, God drops things mm. in your life where you're like, I, I have to it's like talk burning. about this. Like Jeremiah says, it's burning in my bones. Yes. Like, and so you feel it. That's probably a good test too. There's a couple things, but one is burning. Like yeah. you, you're, and you probably want to, you got to follow the flame. Yeah. So if you, you know, I teach Instagram, I teach people like, you got to stay on niche to your feed posts, but then they go and look at my Instagram and they're like, you're all over the place. Sure. But I'm also, I'm not building a brand with my personal Instagram or a business. Yeah. Um, and so you're like, being Shalene Johnson with your person, which is a matter of clarity of what are you doing with the account? And what I'm doing with the account for me is I'm helping people get through whatever it is, you know, God placed in my path recently. It's, I've just been, uh, putting all my passion and interest and heart into being an advocate for patient patients rights. Yeah. And, um, what does that have to do with any of my businesses? Nothing. Mm. But I also am now at a stage where because of my platform, I feel an obligation to use it in a way that gives people who don't have a voice a voice. And that doesn't always have to make you money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So powerful. Well, Shalene Johnson, so grateful for you. And um, I, of course, we have show notes and links that will take you to her resources. I want to hear some of that in a bit. But I'm curious. Yeah. Any kind of book recommendations for someone wanting clarity. One of my favorites is The One Thing, right? I don't know if you're familiar with that one by Gary Keller. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and is there any, has there been any resources like that that are top of mind? Yes. Um, yeah. What is that? <laughs> so glad you asked. <laughs> um, Business Made Simple. Okay. It's unbelievable. By Donald Miller. Yes. It is, that is a phenomenal book. The funny thing is I've list, I list, I don't read any books. I listen Audio to all books, books on Audible. And um, I have probably listened to that Audible book uh, three times. Wow. I just, I think it's, it's, every MBA student should have it. Every member of your team should have it. I think we're in a place now where people um, can work from home. Even if they're working for somebody else, you've got to think of it like it's your own business because you are a commodity. And I just think he teaches so much about integrity and, um, understanding strategy. It's just a powerful book and simple. Yeah. Amazing. Well, we'll definitely link those up. And then Shalene, if people want to connect with you, follow you, what's going on, they just shut call up. my Call me. I'll give my cell phone number Perfect. and just text me. Link in the description. Yes. Uh, uh, Shalene Johnson on Instagram. Shalene Johnson on Instagram. Shalene, appreciate you coming on the podcast. Appreciate you so yeah, much. And just thanks. really want to acknowledge your influence, not just in my life, but in our community's life. So Aww. thanks again. 
Appreciate you. Well, I hope that that was an inspiring conversation for you. And I want to know what are your next steps that you need to take? What is the action step that is right for you? Do you need to niche down? Are you ready to expand? Or are you ready to sign up for Shaleen's free business week at thinkbusinessweek.com? I'm excited for the Think community to be learning from someone who has literally changed my life. And I hope that during this free week of content, that you can see what your next step would be with Shaleen as well. Now here on the podcast, we love to read your reviews. It helps us so much when you rate and review the podcast over on Apple iTunes. No, that's not where you do it. Apple Podcasts. When you rate and review the podcast over there, it helps this show get out to more people and people actually read the reviews of shows before they invest time in listening to it. So you being one of our Think Fam members, it means so much to us when you actually rate and review the podcast. And sometimes, every episode actually, we read one of those on the show. Today, it comes from SFM245. They said, these guys are so informative. I'm glad to see the Think Media team embracing the longer form content. I actually enjoy listening to them breaking down their data and their findings in a podcast narrative because I can tell they do not cut anything out or at least not that much. With the way YouTube is, I understand why some videos need to be trimmed in order to get the desired views. Here, I don't have to worry about that. I just feel like I'm getting an authentic take on the topics they're discussing comparing to a short YouTube video. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much for those encouraging words. And yeah, that's actually why we started the podcast was because we wanted to have deeper conversations. We wanted to bring our guest expert friends on and talk about some you know, related topics to what it is to be an online entrepreneur using video to grow your personal brand. And so thank you for seeing the efforts we're putting in, but thank you for being a consistent listener here on the show. Well, thank you again for listening to today's episode. I hope that you join Shaleen for her free business week and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Did you hear that Grow With Video Live 2022 is back in person? This is your opportunity to network with like-minded people just like you, to make friendships, to make business partnerships. This is your opportunity to get in the room. You can get your ticket now at growwithvideolive.com. They're going so fast, so make sure you get your ticket right now at growwithvideolive.com.